Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 5 of River City Nerdcast, a podcast where we just dive into everything pop culture related. It's going to be a very quick, quick podcast today. I am getting ready to go watch Endgame. Um, I'm on the West Coast, so uh, by now everyone uh, in the nation have probably already seen this movie. Um, So it's going to be one of the things that we're going to talk about today. But just know that we made it. It's been a long year, but we made it. Finally, we're going to get all the answers to it. I'm going to watch it three or four times this weekend. Um, So hopefully we are all on the same page that we enjoy this movie. I also want to talk about uh, episode three of Game of Thrones. Just a preview. The Battle of Winterfell. That is this Sunday. So pop culture wise, we got a very, very busy couple of days. I also want to talk about the summer movie season. I did uh, make a little uh, list of things that are coming out that I may be excited for and some that I'm not, uh, that I might not see. I also want to talk about uh, the trailer for Rise of the Skywalker. As we all know, that that dropped at Star Wars Celebration in Chicago last weekend. And a uh, another trailer dropped for X-Men Dark Phoenix. Um, I've seen a lot of cuts of the trailer, so I'll, I'll give my thoughts on that uh, a little bit later. But first things first. It's been a long, long year for all Marvel fans. So uh, last year we did get uh, Avengers Infinity War. And uh, spoilers for anybody who has not seen that movie. And it's quite apparent that people should have seen it. Uh, Thanos snaps, uh, taking out half of all life in the universe, and uh, it is confirmed through Kevin Feige and the Russo brothers that it's all life, not just humans, it's all life. Dogs, cats, you name it, all life. Um, And so um, we got a very lackluster Ant-Man and the Wasp right after Infinity War, and the end credit scene is where we hit... Ant-Man in the quantum realm, which most likely is going to play a huge role in Endgame. Uh, We get him stuck in the quantum realm. That's kind of where he's stuck at until we get into this movie. And uh, that was the last MCU movie of last year. And going into uh, this year, we did get Captain Marvel, which I did do a review on the previous episode. So go ahead and check that out if you haven't already. And it was just a overall fantastic movie. Uh, and, and I will give a, a really quick nod uh, to Captain Marvel. Uh, I did mention in that video as well that a lot of people came out um, saying just bad remarks and even sexist remarks against the movie itself and for the actress Brie Larson who portrays Captain Marvel. And... Um, I have no idea where where any where this would have led to, but uh, it is reported that Captain Marvel, uh, I want to say over last weekend or the reports that came out, uh, that stated that uh, Captain Marvel it uh, is s- slated to bra- it broke a billion dollars if I'm not mistaken, and is the broke the top. Tw- 25 highest grossing movies of all time and i believe it's the top in the top 10 of highest grossing movies uh comic book movies of all time and she uh is getting ready to um 
beat Wonder Woman as a, a, just another notch on, on the Captain Marvel train. So for all the people who said that it was uh, a bad movie, people are still watching this movie, uh, even getting up into this uh, Avengers Endgame. So very, very uh, hats off to Brie Larson and the Marvel crew for that. We're getting um, Avengers Endgame today. And so that that's where it's at. Um, how how do y'all feel going into this? Where we we get Spider Man Far From Home in about, uh, I believe in July. So we're, you know we're in April. Um, you know roughly about three months. So, uh, from what Kevin Feige has said, uh, Spider Man Far From Home is minutes after Endgame ends, and it actually. Uh, got announced last week that Spider-Man Far From Home will conclude the the current phase of the Marvel movies. So if I'm not mistaken, I believe we're still in phase three. It'll be the end of phase three, or if not the end of phase four. I'm um, don't have any notes. I'm kind of freestyling today. So um, that that was news that we got today. uh, We also got news, uh, and this would be all related to Avengers and and or Disney, uh, that we are getting a Vision slash Scarlet Witch TV show on the Disney Plus streaming app, which got announced uh, last week as well. And they did uh, confirm that the price for the the app is going to be, wait for it, $6.99. So a lot of people have came out and and said that... um, they are paying uh, a normal amount for Netflix. Uh, I don't have to pay for Netflix. It just comes part of, of what I have. I do play, pay for Hulu, but um, it is $6.99 for the uh, Disney Plus streaming uh, service. And um, for those of you who don't know, when Disney purchased Fox and uh, subsequently took all their uh, properties, uh, Fox was one of the contributing factors in Hulu's share. So uh, Disney owns more than 50% now of of Hulu. So I wouldn't be surprised if they did the app as as itself and then later on did an uh, add-on for that. But uh, just like I mentioned in previous podcasts, uh, they, the Mandalorian is also going to be on there. A lot of uh, exclusive... Uh, TV shows that will be canon in everything that we want to see as far as Star Wars and the MCU go. These are actually going to be um, made canon. And uh, as someone who is waiting for the next season of the Clone Wars and the Mandalorian show, I will be purchasing said app for said six ninety nine. Um, circling back to Endgame, I, I have no idea. I just. Uh, I, I don't know what to expect. Um, I went into end. I went into Infinity War with uh, a really big, uh, uh, you know, had my expectations really high, I should say, and I'm worried if I should have Endgame high. I know it's a three-hour runtime. Um, the only thing I know about the movie so far is that um, Monday was uh, the premiere, and. Tuesday night when media got to see it. So uh, the premiere was Monday in Hollywood, and then media got to see it on Tuesday. 
So when media got to do it on Tuesday, they can do their non-spoiler reviews of the movie, things like that. They, you know, they just couldn't give out any big information. Well, uh, apparently there was a, a China premiere as well on Tuesday, and um, there was a leak of some sort. Um, the only thing I know about the movie right now, and it has nothing to do with any overall portion of the movie, is that there's just no end credit scene. Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing at this point, but I just do know for a fact that there is no end credit scene. So that's just kind of where I'm led to believe that something may or may not be uh, introduced. Uh, so we might not get Adam Warlock, we might not get, uh, I don't know, The Beyonder, or any X-Men, or any Fantastic Four, or anything like that, no Doctor Doom. Uh, I just know that there's no end credit scene. So I don't know if there's a mid-credit scene, but they, they just said there's no end credit scene. So there is, there's usually a mid-credit scene, because even um, Age of Ultron had a mid-credit scene, and I don't believe it had an end credit scene. So um, you can take that for what you will. Um, but I, I'm ready to see where this movie lands. Uh, is it going to be good? How's it going to, to fare? Um, I will come back and do a spoiler, spoiler review of Endgame sometime over the weekend. Uh, like I said, I'm going to go watch it again tomorrow and I will probably come back afterwards tomorrow. Um, with a little bit of a twist slash surprise, so uh, I will keep you posted on that once everything happens. Uh, so with that being said, uh, let's move on to Game of Thrones. Uh, episode 3 preview, The Battle of Winterfell. That is not the title of the episode, that's just exactly what's going to happen. Um, huge battle at Winterfell. Um, I I wasn't too sure if I was going to come and do the first two episodes review, but... Um, it, it's been nice to have Game of Thrones back. Um, we only have four more episodes after this. Uh, episode three is going to be 80 minutes long, and they said that the entire episode is going to be one huge battle, the Battle of Winterfell. The um, White Walkers, the Whites, uh, all of our heroes. And just to give us a quick recap, everyone has just met up at Winterfell. Uh, every reunion that you wanted to see since season one, since the pilot, uh, you got to see. And um, we got the nice calm before the storm. Uh, all hell's going to break loose in episode three. There are actual uh, casinos and, and betting lines for who's going to live through the episode. So if you're willing to put up some money, there's people out there who are willing to take your money or give you money if your predictions are right. Uh, so it's just crazy. Um I think Brienne's going to die. Uh, I really don't want her to die. I really want something to come out of this her and Tormund thing. Uh, but I think she's going to die. I really hope Davos doesn't die. I was talking to a friend, and, and he just he's he's, uh, he's a big Davos fan. So am I. Uh, I think Jorah might die. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I, I wouldn't be uh, also wouldn't be surprised if Gendry dies. Uh, the Hound. I want Club Game Bowl to happen. I just don't know if we're going to get it. Uh, but if we do, if the hound dies, we're not getting it. Uh, I'm I'm also picturing Jamie dying, um, or or something to the matter. I'm just I'm just really curious because I want the Valencar prophecy to come th come true. So if Jamie dies, uh, and Tyrion dies, I, I don't know. 
see, my prediction in the beginning of the season was that I hoped Arya lived so she can use her faceless man magic to uh, kill the mountain and kill Cersei uh, wearing the face of the Hound and or Jaime. Uh, if the Hound got to kill the mountain, that would have been great. But uh, if Arya took care of him and got a name off the list, that'd be fine. And uh, if she was able to kill Cersei... Would have been even better. Uh, I'm still holding out hope. I still hope that happens because it's going to be a humongous shock and reaction to everything that's happening. Um, you know, oh, Theon. I also think Theon's dying. Uh, Grey Worm as well, dying. Uh, maybe even Masande dying. Uh, so lots of deaths. You know, um, I would I would go out of my way and say like at least eight people that we uh, mainish characters are all dead. You know, the obvious ones being there. Podrick, I'm pretty sure he's gone. Um, you know, Sam's probably going to live because why not? they just make Sam live. I wouldn't even be surprised if Ghost dies on the battle. Um, so that's just kind of where I'm at with all of that stuff. Um, like I said, I'm just kind of trying to speed through everything. I got tickets to Avengers Endgame in about an hour or so. So uh, just trying to knock this out to give you all some content because I've been uh MIA for about a month so I'm um, trying to stay on task and with everything happening this weekend what a better time I should be up um today tomorrow and maybe Monday uh to give y'all a recap from episode 3 Game of Thrones and maybe some stuff that happened over the weekend um and I know I was talking about it I'm just going to quickly uh move over uh, with, I hope you guys have a lot of tissues ready for Sunday. Uh, maybe if you guys have already seen Endgame, did you need tissues? Um, and just, I, I, I even went off of social media for about, uh, roughly a day and a half. It was probably yesterday that I posted that I was going to get off because the leak from China really scared me and I didn't, I don't want to, I don't want to watch. So, um, Star Wars Celebration happened in Chicago last Friday. Uh, it was over the weekend, and they dropped the uh, trailer and the name of the trailer, or the name of the title of Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of the Skywalker, comes out in December. And as much as everyone who hated on The Last Jedi, I enjoyed some aspects of it um, and, and some of it. I just miss JJ so much. Um, you know, I, I think I got real spoiled with uh, Episode 7 and then Rogue One. And then you get Last Jedi and Solo. So it leaves a really kind of sour taste in your mouth. Um, I enjoyed both of those movies uh, to some degree. Uh, certain things I, I, I probably would have done differently. But what do I know? I'm just touting out on the internet. Um, but... There's just something about the way J.J. cuts his films um, that just make me miss J.J. And uh, as much as he's a fanboy, I, I really want his movie to come out and just get us back on track. And, you know, there's a lot of flack about the end of the trailer uh, having Palpatine's voice laughing um, for those of people who are freaking out saying that Palpatine's back, he's not back, uh, at Celebration, Ian, uh, Ian McDermott, or was it, uh, uh, the actor who played, I'm sorry, uh, the actor who played the, the Emperor came out on stage, said the Emperor's actually dead, he is, he is dead, 
but you know, there's lots of Force ghosts. Could this be the first like Sith ghost? Uh, maybe an old uh, Sith hologram that actually has his voice on it. Um, he is confirmed in the movie. He's just not alive, if that makes sense. And so we're gonna we're gonna get a lot of uh, we're gonna get a lot of that. And so um, just just uh, just trying to get to a, a nice spot. Um, obviously, we see Ray fixing the lightsaber. That scene of her just doing that amazing uh, flip onto Kylo's Tie Fighter, uh, Lando, like. You know how how have we not? You know, just so it's it's one of those things that something you didn't know that you needed in a Star Wars film. Just Lando inside the Falcon with Chewie doing some crazy stuff. You know, um, I'm scared uh, for the Falcon. I just for some reason I just have like this eerie feeling that like the Falcon's just gonna get destroyed. Uh, I really hope it doesn't. Uh, I don't have anything wood to knock on, so um, this is one of those things. I, I just hope it doesn't happen. I hope in the you know as much as uh, the Falcon just has taken severe damage just over you know fifty years, sixty years that it's been out. Um, I just really hope that nothing happens to it. I don't want to see it just you know the uh, crash and half of it fall off. You know, like some Star Trek thing. Um, it's just me, but. I don't know. I have a f just. I have a feeling that JJ is going to write this dialogue so well, just because uh, if you look at the Force Awakens when when Adam Driver talks to Max Fonsito and and um, right when he's talking, it it might just be a minute of dialogue, but just their back and forth is just amazing. And I still go back and rewatch that. It's just for some reason Adam Driver and Max Fonsito just that one exchange in Force Awakens just. I don't know, just makes me feel really, really good. And, and I don't know, maybe we get a Lando-Kylo uh, um, exchange. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be uh, something where Kylo dies, uh, you know, the end of the Skywalker bloodline or what we're getting. Hopefully Ray's parentage finally gets revealed because, I mean, for anybody who believes that Ray's a nobody, which is a nice, uh, you know, twist of who her parents are, uh, finally, you know, uh, come into like uh, to, to pass. I just want people who might not know out there that JJ wrote and directed episode seven. Uh, he wrote an outline for episode eight and nine because at the time he was slated to not do eight and nine. And uh, Ryan Johnson did eight, did not use any of his outline for eight, made his own movie. Uh, we all know how that one ended up. And then, uh, JJ wasn't supposed to do nine either, and Disney wanted him back. And so um, Kathleen Kennedy put him in charge, and he's fixing it. And granted, with what happened to Carrie Fisher, you can't make the movie the way you wanted to. I know they're using a lot of older footage from uh, episode seven. Uh, no CGI, no anything like that. But uh, the scenes that raise in, a lot of deleted scenes and unused footage, and that's how you get there. Um, so going into all of that, I, I trust JJ and I have since, since episode seven. Um, so I think he's going to do good. I can't wait until, uh, give it cause that, that was like a teaser. Um, so give us, give us till September, October, and we're going to just going to get a, a fantastic trailer 
And that's usually when tickets go on sale, uh, usually during a Monday night football game because Disney owns uh, ABC. So uh, we'll get a Monday night football game with the Star Wars trailer in it. And then uh, they put the tickets on sale and it's just going to be ridiculous. Um, but we still have uh, eight months to go. So uh, lots, lots of lots of time before that happens. Uh, but I am I was very happy with that. The way the trailer was cut, what they gave us. And I was very teary eyed at the end. Uh, but I know we're getting Luke, um, I know we're getting Anakin, and I know we're getting the Emperor, so, um, lots of, lots of stuff. I do know that when J.J. wrote the script, uh, when J.J. wrote the script to this, um, he said that every single Star Wars, uh, episode slash IP, so this would have been the original trilogy, the prequels, Clone Wars, and I believe Rebels, was all gonna come together, and pay off uh, in this film. I don't know if that's going to happen, but that's what J.J. stated, so uh, I trust him. Um, and moving on to uh, one of the last things I want to talk about, um, they gave us another X-Men Dark Phoenix trailer. I, I have no idea how to feel about this because I have a feeling that... and. The, you can take this with a grain of salt. Um, the the the, the revamped X Men movies. So I would say X Men First Class, which is probably the best one. Uh, Days of Futures Past, which was okay. Uh, Apocalypse sucked. I didn't think we were getting anything after that. Uh, we did get Logan, so I mean that's like the best out of everything from the newer movies and stuff. And then we're getting the Stark Phoenix movie. Uh, I think it's their way of saying like, hey, we're sorry we messed up the um, first Phoenix, D Dark Phoenix, Phoenix storyline. Uh, we're going to give you the second one. Um, I don't think it's going to come out the way they want them, the, the way that they think it's going to. But I mean, I can be, you know, I've been wrong before on a lot of other stuff. So um, I think Quicksilver is going to die before the second act. Uh, whenever the scene, and you see it in the trailer, so I don't know why they would have shown this. Uh, you see in the trailers of when, uh, Mystique gets thrown, uh, by, uh, by Jean, uh, essentially. She just gets tossed out because she's trying to save her with whatever she's going through. And, uh, they show another scene where she's levitating and there's lightning, uh, getting shot at her by Storm. And you see Quicksilver running on th something. I think Quicksilver bites it in this movie. I, I I feel like they haven't given him the respect that they needed to in the three movies. Uh, I understand why he was in Apocalypse for what he was in. Um, but I really, really think that he was in just the three movies as the slow-mo... Um, this is the this is we're running fast kind of uh, movie trope thing, and he's gonna die, um, just like how Havoc was in uh, Apocalypse and he dies before the second act as well. Um, I I just have a feeling it might be a gut feeling. Um, I'm probably still gonna end up seeing this. Uh, I enjoy Fast Fastbender as Magneto. I enjoy McAvoy, but this is gonna be the second-to-last Mutant project uh, that Fox put out. Uh, Dark Mutants does come out at the end of the summer, uh, or New Mutants, I'm sorry, and then that is the, the last uh, Fox 
uh, title for um, the property that Fox had, and then it's all Marvel from here. Um, so I and I, I for some reason when these these X Men trailers get cut. They're just as bad as Terminator trailers. They just give you away so much information. Uh, they don't need to do that. I, I still want to. I, I like going into comic book movies with a you know a, kind of like a mid to mid to mid tier expectation, and hopefully it, it you know it overshoots what I expected, and so I can come out enjoyed. Um, and so that's that's kind of that's kind of it for the quick topics. Last last bit of what I have. Uh, summer movie season is coming up. Uh, once we hit to May, we that's where we we start the summer movie season. I wrote down a few list of movies that um, I think are going to be the big things that come out this uh, this summer, and uh, my thoughts on it of what's coming out and uh, when. So uh, first things first, that I think will start off the summer movie season. John Wick three. Um, I I. I've come out and said uh, on a previous podcast that I enjoy Keanu as this character. Um, we've kind of seen things like this before. Uh, there we people who have finished the second one still have a lot of questions about the under, uh, the underworld. I know Amazon is getting uh, is it Amazon? I'm sorry if it's not Amazon, it's Stars. It's one of those two that are getting the um, continental TV show that's uh, based in the world of John Wick, and so we're gonna get a bunch of stories. I hope it's anthology style. Uh, we don't really know anything on it, but we do know that Keanu is a producer on it, and he does want to cameo into the, the, the show. As much as Keanu has also said that he wants to continue playing John Wick. He wants to still do these movies. He enjoys doing them. And good for Keanu because he's, he's just a wholesome man, and the universe really needs to protect him. Uh, I expect John Wick 3 to be fantastic. I'm going to go watch it. Um, and, and moving on, uh, up the following week, we get the live-action Aladdin movie. Um, I haven't seen the second trailer because I grew up watching the cartoon Aladdin. I grew up singing the songs, playing the uh, Sega and NES game. I, I just I, I can't get into this uh, live-action adaptations of any of these movies. Um, but I do think that Disney will knock it out of the park because with the live action movies, they're just printing money at this point. Um, we saw what happened with Maleficent and Beauty and the Beast, uh, especially Jungle Book. So, um, we'll see what Aladdin does. Um, the following week after that, May 24th, we get Godzilla, King of the Monsters. So a new trailer came out for Godzilla, uh, uh, the other day and in the movie, they uh, gave plot information out saying that the, the all of the kaijus, all the monsters, are moving as a pack and they're following an alpha. And they were trying to find out how many kaijus there are. And it stated in the movie that there is 17 kaijus. So I'm not a real big Godzilla uh, person as far as like the mythos and a lot of the uh, Japanese um classic Godzilla movies, but I do know for a fact that that is 17 different kaijus uh, that will be in this movie, so plenty of monsters, bunch of destruction. This movie looks like fun. It's the summer movie that I really do want to see, um, and so I'm I'm all down for Godzilla, and I believe this is the, the precursor for Godzilla versus King Kong, which we're going to get in 2021, if I'm not mistaken, uh, so... 
there'll probably be a teaser at the end of that movie going into uh you know maybe like an end credit scene of uh king like skull island or something whatever happens and stuff like that so uh June 7th, we get the X-Men Dark Phoenix movie, which I discussed uh, uh, briefly a little while ago, so I'm most likely going to end up seeing that. Um, right after that, we get Men in Black International. Uh, Sony trying to get back to form. Um, you know, I, I just... Um, Liam Neeson as the uh, old leader, uh, but you put... Chris Hemsworth and Tess Thompson in something like that. Uh, if you've seen Thor Ragnarok, you know what you're going to get. Uh, so I, I might just end up checking that out. Um, just because those two together, you can't beat it. I'm trying to see if there might be some type of cameos. Uh, I did not see Men in Black 3, so I'm not too sure where any of this goes. I, I'm not too sure if I even need to see Men in Black 3. So it it just it just comes down to uh, how that's gonna gonna play out. Um, Toy Story four uh, comes out the following week. I grew up watching all the Toy Story movies. I don't feel that they needed to make this. I feel like it is a complete cash grab by Disney. I don't want to watch this movie. Uh, I was completely content with the end of Toy Story three. They're giving me Toy Story four, and. I, I it, it's like having you know uh, a boxer retire. He's your favorite boxer. He's done, and then he he comes out of retirement for one more fight, and he he doesn't look good, kind of deal. So um, I'm pretty sure a bunch of people are gonna go watch that movie. I'm not in for it. What I am in for is Spider Man Far From Home, July second. Right before July 4th, so it's going to be really, really big. Everyone heads to the movies. There's going to be a bunch of stuff coming out. But I am really excited for Spider-Man Far From Home. What happens at the end of Endgame? This trailer is great. We might get one more uh, after Endgame. So I am ready. Spider-Man's going to be the last MCU movie we get until next year, which... Um, I have, I have no idea what's next year. Um, I might have to come back in a future podcast and talk about that. So Spider-Man, everyone who, who watched Endgame is just going to want to see what happens. Uh, it's going to print all the money. It is golden. Uh, right after that, we get Lion King. Live action. We got the trailer. Um, again, this goes on my Aladdin, my Aladdin bit. Um, I don't think I'm going to see it. Uh, I do think it's going to... to probably be the highest grossing film of the year uh of, for sure the summer but of the year it'll it'll probably beat out uh of avengers and i mean avengers is slated to to get close to that avatar money it, it probably will be the second highest grossing movie of all time um they're saying that it might get there uh would it beat it not too sure it's too early to tell uh the movie has to do well great internationally in china in order to get that um if it exceeds expectations based off of the pre-ticket sales that it has uh, as far as endgame goes the pre-ticket sales were 150 million so far uh as of counting for the opening night which would uh rival force awake uh, force awakens if i'm mistaken and um, Lion King could just outbeat that for people who just want to take their kids in the summer to watch that. They can, you know, uh, with Endgame, 
you go, it's you, you know, if you're the older people, you're not taking kids. Um, but if you have Lion King and it's you and five, four or five kids, you know, you, your wife and two, three kids, you know, that's five tickets that sold, you know, for Endgame, it's just you and your spouse, you and your buddy, you know, it's, you're not selling as many tickets, maybe on the weekend you might. Uh, but I feel like Lion King, the people who grew up watching it, um, you know, the cat, the, the cast is just excellent. Uh, and we'll see only time will tell. Um, July 26th, we get Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That is not something that people would consider as a summer blockbuster by any stretch of the imagination, but it is a new Quentin Tarantino film starring Brad Pitt, starring Margot Robbie, um, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, takes place uh, uh, during the Manson murders, things like that. Uh, it's just, it's, it's great to see Tarantino doing something. The last thing he did was Hateful Eight. Um, this is, was supposed to be his last film. Um, but you, you get this, just the cast right now. Um, and then you get a, a great director like Tarantino in there. Um, Magic's most likely going to fly. But I do want to see how Tarantino handles this. Uh, the, 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 on the set shots, uh, look just so retro just getting back to that form of being in that time frame and it always amazes me when you go and see movies like that and you just see the cars the time frame things like that it's the same when i when i saw uh captain marvel that i felt like i was in the 90s watching blockbuster looking at radio shack just the music and uh, payphones and just things that we don't have anymore because technology has advanced us so much that we don't use that and it's just nice to see things that get you back there uh and the last movie that i have on this list rounding out the end of the summer is fast and the furious presents hobbs and shaw uh, the Rock, Jason Statham, Idris Elba, Fast and the Furious style, you know, uh, save the world, I'm pretty sure. Uh, these movies just come, keep, uh, as much as these movies keep getting better, they just kind of keep getting worse at the same time. Um, you know, I, I, I can only s suspend my disbelief in so much in these movies, like, you know, uh, Vin Diesel and Paul Walker driving a car out of, uh, you know, um, a building into another building, you know, the rock picking up a, uh, torpedo and pushing it towards, uh, another like truck, you know, you can only, you can only keep topping these movies, uh, so much. I think it's just going to be a popcorn movie. Uh, I like the rock, uh, and I, I, I like age Elba, So I will watch this movie, uh, just for them. Uh, I'm pretty sure the plot's not going to matter. Um, but I, I want to see what the first spinoff uh, entails. Um, I think The Rock does this one. He does Fast and the Furious 9, and that's it. He's done. He will no longer be doing the Fast and the Furious movies. He's already done five or uh, five, six, seven, eight. This He'll be doing six Fast and the Furious movies. What more do you want from the man? How many times can you save the planet? Or just stop a bunch of street racers um so that's a summer movie is there anything you guys are looking forward to in this list or is there anything that i missed on this list that might be considered bigger than any of the uh 10 movies that i talked about 
I am getting ready to wrap it up. I just wanted to say I hope uh, everyone does not spoil Endgame for anybody else. Let them watch it. Let them uh, go experience what you experience, the emotions, things like that. Um, how did y'all feel about the last uh, of the? Um, I'm sorry. How did y'all feel about the last episode of Game of Thrones? What? Who are you hoping survives in episode three? Thoughts on the uh, last trailer of X Men? Are you gonna watch it? How do you feel about Dark Phoenix? Uh, Rise of the Skywalker, uh, are you in, are you out, uh, you got one toe in, or you got one foot in, how do y'all feel about that, um, and just, um, you getting ready for, is there anything, uh, exciting that I should be on note about summer movie-wise? I have no clue, uh, I just hope that you guys enjoyed this, uh, little, I said a quick podcast, we're at 36 minutes already, so, uh, I want to get out of here so I can go enjoy uh, Avengers Endgame. I'm going to go watch it tomorrow. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Remember, no spoiling the Endgame. Uh, we're, we're all in. We all had to wait together. So please, the people who have work and can't get out, have school, can't get out to watch this movie, please don't spoil it. Don't be that person. Um, let everybody experience the way you experienced uh, this. And um, I will be back tomorrow. And I will give you a spoiler review of Avengers Endgame. It'll be the second time I watched it in 24 hours. So I hope you guys enjoy your night. See you next time and peace.